Welcome to Today in the Word with Pastor Bob Larson of Calvary Chapel Caldwell. Pastor Bob will be with us in just a few minutes, but first we'd like to let you know that Calvary Chapel is located on the corner of 10th and Everett, across from the library in downtown Caldwell. We have two Sunday morning services at 9.30 and 11.30. If you prefer Saturday nights, we have a Saturday night service at 7 p.m. We also have a midweek service Wednesday night at 7 p.m. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. on ABC Channel 6.1. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truths in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. The title of the message today is Sowing and Reaping. So if you have your Bibles open, let's pick it up in verse 7. It says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to the flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. Let us not grow weary in doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, but especially to those who are of the household of faith. In those days, everybody was involved in agriculture. Everybody uh, you know, was basically had something to do with agriculture. They all understood this illustration that Paul is giving here about planting seeds and waiting for them to grow and then harvesting them. Now, uh, every farmer looked uh, to the harvest when they planted, right? They're planting it and they're thinking about the harvest. Now, Paul is using this illustration of a farmer planting and harvesting his crop to communicate a spiritual truth. Now, one of the truths we see here. Uh, is that whatever you plant, that you're going to harvest, right? In verse 7, he says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. So that seems obvious, right? Everybody here make, seems like it makes sense, right? Uh, but why did Jesus say that you can't plant a thorn bush and then expect to get grapes from it? There in Matthew 7, 16, where Jesus said, Do men gather grapes from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? Now, why would Jesus say that? Isn't that obvious? Uh, why would Jesus say something that seems so obvious? Well, I think it's because he's trying to communicate a spiritual truth that is hard for people to understand. And when he states something so obvious, like you're not going to get figs off of a thorn bush, right? And, and what he's trying to do is stir your mind to, to try to grasp, like, what is he talking about? It's easy to understand. If you plant a tomato plant, you're going to get tomatoes, right? But What's not so easy to understand is that what you plant in your heart, in your mind, through the gates of your ears and your eyes, that is going to produce a harvest in your life. Now, we live in a society where people don't believe that, right? And, and I have to say that I didn't believe it either until I started reading the Bible and began to under, understand these dynamics in a person's soul. But before I was a Christian, you know, I was like everybody else. Oh, whatever you watch, whatever you see, whatever you put in your mind, in your heart, and your soul, it doesn't affect anything. Now, people believe that today. But the Bible says in verse 7, do not be deceived. So he's saying, don't deceive yourself about this, that what you plant is going to produce something. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Now, you know, he's using the illustration of a farmer saying, look, when a farmer plants some seeds in his field, then it's going to produce something. He's saying, look, this applies to your spiritual life, that whatever you plant in your heart, mind, and soul, that it's going to produce a harvest. Now, what, what, what's important when he says don't be deceived, he's saying that you can't plant 
fleshly, carnal things into your life and then pray for crop failure, right? It just doesn't work that way. Whatever you plant, it's going to grow. Now, some Christians, they plant fleshly, carnal things, and then they expect it to produce as if they were sowing to the Spirit, right? They want it to produce peace, love, and joy. Now, I don't know if this is something that you have contemplated much, but this is a very difficult truth for people to understand. And I basically think that a large segment of society doesn't believe this, and that's why we have so many social problems when you, when you think about it. And, and it's just hard to comprehend. Why is that? Well, verse 7 tells us why it's hard for people to comprehend. He says, do not be deceived. Now, that indicates that you have the capacity to deceive yourself. Did you know that? Uh, I don't know if you've thought about that very much, but you can tell yourself things that are not true. Uh, Jeremiah 17, 9 says, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? So our hearts can deceive us. We can tell ourselves things that are not true. He says in verse 7, do not be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. So the first truth is that whatever you plant into your life, whatever you put into your eyes and ears, read, listen to, watch, it's going to produce something in your life. The second truth here is that the harvest, whatever you plant, it doesn't come immediately. The harvest always comes when? Later, right? And that's, what he, that's why he says in verse 9, let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season, which means after a time, we shall reap if we do not lose heart. See, farmers plant their seed in the, in the spring, and then they have to wait all summer until they can harvest the crop in the fall. And this is a, uh, a picture for us in our spiritual life. In the spiritual realm, it's the same way, that what you plant isn't necessarily you're going to see the harvest until sometime later. And sometimes we can grow weary in doing good. Sometimes we can feel like it's not making any difference. And I've actually had married couples say to me, well, I've been trying to do my part, and it's not doing anything. I'm like, we got to give it some time, right? I mean, I had a, a, a gentleman come to me some years ago, and he was in a financial dilemma. I mean, he'd been making bad choices for a long time. I mean, a long time. And so he goes to the financial peace class, the small group, and then uh, he'd gone like one or two weeks. And he's like, Pastor Bob, I'm doing what the class said, and I tied this week, and things are still a mess. I'm like, how long did you mess it up for? 25 years. And now you've been doing the right thing for two weeks? It's not gonna, you're not going to see the harvest right away. Now, you can all look at somebody else and say, duh, <laughs> right? Uh, but that doesn't negate the fact that sometimes we are sowing to the Spirit and we grow weary because we think it's not doing anything. And you think, hey, I'm, I'm doing the right things, but you don't see it changing, right? And, and so you need to think it takes time. Proverbs 13, 24 says, and I used to share this with my family, he who spares his rod hates his son. I'm like, look, I love you. <laughs> uh, but he who loves him disciplines him promptly. Now, the hard thing is, is that anybody can discipline their kid one day, right? But the hard thing is to wait patiently as you faithfully do the right thing day after day after week after month after year after year. And to be patient and faithful to sowing to the Spirit, doing the right things, doing what God wants us to do, and then you reap the harvest later. Now the problem is most parents don't think about this, but you might not see the fruit of your labor until they're in their 20s right? Now, if you have, you know, little kids, you're like, what? <laughs> right? I mean, you don't want to hear it, but that's the truth, right? And now my kids are adults, and they're grown up, and even though they used to make my wife cry, now they make her happy, right? Now, they're adults. They're in their late 20s, and, and 
you know, now we have dinner regularly and hang out and do fun things together and go on vacation together. And it's a great experience, right? But we had to sew for a long time, right? And, and, until it changed. Now, that's why God encourages us not to grow weary. Because you need to know as a Christian that doing what's right and sowing to the Spirit is difficult, right? You, you need to remind yourself from time to time you're going against the flow of the world and it's hard to do what's right. You need to be reminded any ding-dong can do the wrong thing, right? You don't, have to be, you don't have to have any skill to go to a nightclub, get bombed, and smoke crack, right? No qualifications whatsoever to do that. Anybody can do that. Doing the right thing is hard. That's why he says in verse 9, let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. So the Bible likens a farmer to the Christian life. Right? In verse uh, 2 Timothy 2.6, it says, the hardworking farmer must first... Uh, must be first to partake of his crops. Now, I love it that he says hardworking farmer. In other words, there's no harvest without hard work. Now, in our society, we've kind of gotten to the place where hard work is a bad word, but in the Bible, uh, hard work is an attribute that you want to have. In your, you want to be a hard worker. Uh, I have a pastor who asked three experienced, generational, successful farmers, very successful, asked them, What's the difference between a good farmer and a bad farmer? A successful farmer and an unsuccessful farmer. And all three of them said the same thing. They all answered and said, you cannot be lazy. A successful farmer, a good farmer, must be a hardworking farmer, right? And, and that used to be, you know, America. Uh, before, you know, we got iPhones. I mean, you know, everybody worked hard. It was a thing, right? And uh, it's a good reminder that if you feel tired from working hard, sowing to the Spirit, doing what's right, it's good for you to know that that process is hard. It's normal, right? Now you say, well, why is that good for us to know? Well, because when you feel like doing what's right and sowing to the Spirit, going to church, reading your Bible, praying, doing the right things, going to small groups, working on being a parent, reading books, going to small groups, working on your marriage, going to marriage classes, it's hard. But here's the good thing. Then when you understand that it's hard and that you don't see the fruit right away, well, then you don't have pity parties, right? You don't, you don't go home and say, God, I've been doing the right thing for three weeks now. How come you don't love me? Why is it not changing, right? When you realize, hey, it takes some time. Raising your kids, you know, I remember hearing James Dobson say that moms would write him letters, and one mom wrote a letter and said, my children are driving me crazy. I want to throw them out the second-story window. And she said, am I a bad mom? <laughs> And he wrote her back and said, you're not a bad mom. Every mom wants to throw them out the window, right? I mean, anybody who's a parent knows that, you know, they want to make you pull your hair out or punch them or something, right? But, but being a good parent, it's hard. Now, when you know that, then it makes it better, right? Because then you don't have pity parties. See, if you think it's going to be easy, well, then you're going to be disappointed, right? If you think marriage is going to be easy, you're going to be disappointed. <laughs> All you single people, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we're not going to go off on that. But uh, so... Uh, these three farmers, they said another thing about how to be a successful farmer. Uh, a good farmer must learn to be patient. He has to learn to take the long view of things. He has to commit to farming for the long haul, right? And, and that's the same thing in, as a Christian, right? As a Christian life, you have to learn to take the long view. You can't look at just one little sliver of your life, one day of your life. If you're going to live 80, 90 years, you can't take one week. Uh, you have to look at the long haul. One of the farmers said, a good farmer must be patient. There is no such thing as instant results in farming. You don't see the effect of the work you do today 
you see the effect a long way down the road, right? And, and, and I, God gives us this picture of the farmer because you all know. You all drive up and down the roads out here in Normalville where there are dirt fields. Then you see a little plant. Then you, you drive by the next week, next month, next month. It grows, grows. Pretty soon we have this 10-foot corn. And you're like, man, what did they spray that stuff with? Anyway, but, uh, right, you see it and you, you know it. Now, what God wants us to do is to be able to put that into our spiritual life and to be able to understand it's the same sort of thing. We're going to stop there because we're out of time. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. We'd like to share with you a couple of things that are going on here at Calvary Chapel. We would like to tell you a little bit about our Pure Word ministry. Pure Word is a ministry that helps people with life-controlling issues such as alcohol, drug, and pornography addiction. Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Our desire is to help people break free from the heavy yoke of life-controlling issues. Pure Word meets every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. here at Calvary Chapel Caldwell. For more information, call 453-9653 or visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. Calvary Chapel Caldwell would like to invite you to our Saturday night service at 7 p.m. This is an alternative for those who cannot make it to our Sunday morning services. Like us on Facebook at Calvary Chapel Caldwell or check out our website at calvarycaldwell.com. You can watch Today in the Word on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. on The CW, Channel 2.2. Join us as we broadcast Calvary Chapel Caldwell's Sunday morning church services, where Pastor Bob teaches you how to apply the truth in your Bible to your everyday experiences so that you might enjoy a better life. If you would like a copy of Pastor Bob's message today in its entirety, you can call us at 208-453-9653 during the hours of 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you're not currently attending a church and are in the Caldwell area, We'd like to invite you to one of our services. We're located on the corner of 10th and Everett, right across from the library in downtown Caldwell. You can also visit us on the web at calvarycaldwell.com. If Today in the Word is ministered to you and you would like to support this radio outreach ministry, we encourage you to pray for us. You can also partner with us financially. Simply visit calvarycaldwell.com to make a donation. Thank you for joining us for Today in the Word. May the Lord bless you. May you have a great day. Today is the day.